You're listening to Townsville's Chambercast, a podcast supporting the businesses of Townsville. We look forward to sharing business leaders and inspiring local business owners that make up our wonderful Townsville business community. This week, Michael sits down with Jeff Wire, business wellness coach supporting small business owners throughout the Townsville and surrounding regions. Jeff has a passion for helping others and looks forward to meeting and working together to achieve your business wellness goals. Welcome, Michael and Jeff. Thanks, Chantel, for that wonderful introduction. And today we have, of course, Jeff Wire, who is a business wellness coach with the Rural Financial Counselling Service of North Queensland. Uh, welcome, Jeff. And maybe I should just ask right up front, uh, give us a bit of background about yourself for the listeners. Um in the public service for about 10 years in employment services and when they were dissolved moved into the construction industry so I'm also a fully qualified floor tiler probably the tallest floor tiler in Australia Michael so when my knees decided to pack it in I needed to look for um, an alternative career so that's when I moved into um, the community services and the counselling so for the last 10 years I've been uh, the majority of that time I've been working in alcohol and drug treatment, so I worked for about four years at Townsville Recovery Services, which is a residential rehab, and for the past or four years after that, nearly five working for Lives Live Well and a community-based alcohol and drug treatment service, and mm. have been with um, the wellness coach position. I was appointed to that in November of last year. Mm, so relatively new to that role. Mm. And in that role, what sort of support do you offer um, or can offer Townsville businesses? Okay, so yeah, great question. So it is, it's a, it's a very new program. So the funding came out in July of last year. So it's, and I was appointed to it in November. So what I do offer and what it was, it's, what it's designed to do is to support the emotional well-being of of people in small business and particularly targeted at small business owners who they recognise and, and I think realise that the struggles and the challenges of coming out of um, you know COVID over the last two years, it's been a very tough time. And, and whilst, um, so I work within that broader network of the financial in counsellors, the rural guys and the small business guys, they acknowledge that there was a need to provide emotional support and mental health support for the small business holistically for people who are also experiencing you know, tough times financially. Mm. And that's an important aspect of that holistic sort of approach. And so I guess if someone meets you at like a Townsville Chamber of Commerce coffee networking mm-hmm. event or some other sort of networking uh, event, what should someone expect when they first meet with you? Okay, so look, what we do, where it's one-on-one individualised support. Um, we are called business wellness coaches. So my background is a counsellor, so I'm not a therapist. What it is designed to do, it, it is early intervention, low-intensity support for people who are experiencing um, business-related stresses and whatever that may look like, it's, it will present very differently to to everybody. So what will happen, I will meet with um, them in a location that, you know, whether it's at their workplace, at a coffee shop or another community venue. Um, We don't have a dedicated office space, so it tends to be in one of those spaces, or we can do it via phone or via one of the web-based, you know, Skype, Zoom. Um, At those sessions, we will sort of work to helpfully managing what their stresses are, identifying what the nature of their stress is, hopefully hatching a plan around um, relieving those stresses, um, 
and also working towards potentially referring on to other services if it's outside my scope to um to support people with that. Mm. Um, and I, you know, and I think about sometimes uh, we direct these programs to the people themselves who are experiencing some sort of mental um, issues, mental unwellness. Um, but for someone who might be listening to this podcast who is a partner, and I, and I guess in every sense of the word, they could be a business partner, um, mm-hmm. a, you know, a spouse, a spousal partner um, of a business owner operator, what would you say to them uh, in terms of the telltale signs of someone going through mental unwellness? And this takes the assumption that the person themselves can't see what's happening. Mm. What are some of those telltale signs that a partner should be looking out for? Sure. And look, and I think that is really individual again, and it will depend. It's sort of probably something different to what they've normally been presenting like for the number of years, months that they've been together. Um, But typically stress, it could present as someone not sleeping well. So unable to get to sleep, tossing and turning, um, you know, so having some poor uh, erratic um, um, sleep habits. They may be, you know, having trouble concentrating, having trouble remembering things. Stress can impact our, our capacity to, to, um, to remember stuff. Um, we may, they may see people being a little bit less tolerant, you know, being a bit short with, with people around them. You know, they're easily frustrated. Those stress levels where normally they would be able to manage things that um, they're finding that they're getting a little bit less patient with stuff that, that, that is um, coming in front of them. Um, look, it, and probably the most important thing is the duration of all these things. Like I think we all experience tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Life is tough and that stress response is there for a reason. Um, and that is very normal. It's really about how long people experience that for. Um, and I think if someone is observing some real changes in behaviour, then it would be probably, you know, worthwhile trying to have a, you know, a gentle conversation with them mm-hmm. to sort of encourage them maybe to get support. To talk and, to and have a chat, yeah. Mm. And as of course my uh, skin specialist always says to me, um, uh, looking for moles or sun cancers, it's often about that change mm. in the appearance of something that is uh, should be a cause for concern mm. and puts you on notice that hey, Holantic, something's changed here. Um, we might have to get some special attention to mm. that particular mole or whatever it is. So I guess it's the same with um, behaviours as well. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, for a lot of business owner operators, um, you know, we often try and get our people to engage in our activities and seminars and information sessions and even networking activities. But sometimes, uh, you know, our members say, look, I start too early in the day, I finish at six or seven o'clock at night. Um, and really, finally, um, they're in a frame of mind to just sit around after dinner and think about things, you know, about 8.30 at night. Um, and so they mightn't be able to get to that seminar, workshop, or, or breakfast or lunch. Can you take us through and give us an idea of the types of resources that are available, you know, online, either, mm. you know, various departments' websites, um, and perhaps how they sort of might be helpful to our um, small business people? Absolutely, Michael. So, look, and that's a really good question. We don't always have the time to um, to reach out for the help that we may indeed identify that we need. And look, there are a lot of wonderful services that provide telehealth or online um, uh, support to people who may be experiencing some, some uh, emotional distress. Uh, look, there is Beyond Blue run a 
program called New Access for Small Business Owners, delivered via telehealth, so that's via phone, so it'll be talking with somebody who has skills around cognitive behaviour therapy. Um, uh, those sessions are usually confined to about six in duration. They work on goal setting from week to week to help mm. people relieve the issues that they are presenting with. Um, they're free and it's a wonderful service and, and it can operate outside typical business hours. So it can be accessed after work, for example. Mm. Mm. Beyond Blue, very well-known service, have a one line, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, online, email, telephone, counselling, Lifeline, obviously, again, very well known. For dis- if you're in distress, you can contact them 24 hours a day, seven days a week on their 131114. There is, you know, multiple, multiple um, services out there, uh, men's lines, domestic violence, uh, counselling lines, you know, lines directed towards um, veterans and, and people from our, our, you know, with a military service background. But there is a lot out there. Typically not that difficult to find. Google will probably be, provide an answer, but there is a lot of stuff out there. Mm. Look, what I would probably encourage people to do is to prioritise their mental health mm. as much as possible. And sometimes mm. we can minimise the impact that it's having on our quality of life and we will put a lot of things in front of it. And sometimes it's about okay, I realise that I am really busy and I'm not getting a chance to consider this until 8 o'clock at night, but maybe I do need to put this up and consider this and make a phone call to someone, make an appointment with my GP, you know, ring the wellness coach, Mm -hmm. um, talk to a trusted friend, you Mm -hmm. know, and um, prioritise the mental health because, you know, if you improve, you know, your emotional well-being and your functioning, you'll be, you know, able to be a better small business owner, a better employer, a better partner, a better friend, a better neighbour, mm. you know, if you prioritise that self-care. Mm. Mm. Oh, look, I totally agree. And I, and I think sometimes even uh, doing personal training a couple of days a week uh, just helps get the juices flowing. And it is about giving priority to not only uh, an investment in your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. Mm. I think it's really, really important. Absolutely. Um, and it certainly gets you off to a much brighter start than you normally otherwise would have. Jeff? Some of the uh, funding initiatives that are around, mm-hmm. um, I know the I know the government's made a significant commitment towards mental wellness. Can you give us an idea of some of these potentially new programs sure. that are coming out mm. to help so, people? As an element of our program, there is a professional services fund, which is available for anyone who is engaged with either the uh, one of the financial counsellors or myself, um, the wellness coach. And that is up to the value of $5,000. And, and that funding is targeted towards helping relieve some of the stresses that small business owners may be experiencing. So there, it, it can be used for, a, there's quite a broad number of reasons that that could be accessed, um, including referral to um, more specialised mental health support, psychologists or uh, mental health social worker. It could be used to um, get some legal advice with you know, tenancy disputes, getting uh, bookkeeping, accounting um, expertise. It could be used for marketing. It could be used if your level of distress is around the security of your business and you're unable to sleep at night before concerns that your security may not be as, um, as good as it could be. It could be used to improve the security of your business. So it's really, really broad about how that money can be used. It is targeted at small business owners and how it relates specifically to their business. 
So it can't be necessarily used on childcare, for example, even though that could be a stressor. Um, it has to relate to the business specifically. Small business owner needs to be engaged with either one of the financial counsellors or the wellness coach as well. Mm. And what do you think is the recipe for a healthy mind? Um, is it, you know, is it uh, sport? Is it leisure? Um, is it pleasure? Um, meditation or perhaps a combination of all of the above what, what do you see oh. if I was going to say Jeff why what is here's your recipe sure. for the perfectly healthy mind Good what, what would be the ingredients you mm. would have in there I think it looks probably a little different to every one of us Michael but it's mm. um look it is a lot of those things it is you know there is like I think it's well known the relationship between exercise and, and mental well-being and emotional well-being and and that exercise can be a lot of different things it doesn't need to be running 10 kilometers along the strand it could be out um at a dog park running around you know with your dog going for a walk with your friends exercise can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people but getting out and getting the body moving is really um really valuable spending time with our significant others our, our family our friends you know whatever that looks like there is like well you know good science around that supporting people's mental health eating well drinking lots of water you know getting good sleep you know i think holistically it's it tends not to be just one thing but mm. you know if we look after those things that we can control particularly when we're experiencing stresses that may be outside our control at least it gives us the best opportunity to have a somewhat of a quality of life while we're still unpacking and working through the mm. you know the plan that we have to resolve those other stresses if there is if that's possible to be resolved yeah mm. and i suppose the the um the options of, uh, in addition to normal children, you've got your fur children. Absolutely. Uh, and people often have therapy dogs yep. and, and uh, to assist in that process. Um, I suppose that's just another option. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of science around how um, playing with your, yep, whatever, cat, dog, goat, whatever that may be, you know, it improves our um, emotional well-being as well. Mm. You know, absolutely. And and I guess when people think about, I might need to go and see somebody about this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the first impression sometimes people have is, I better go and talk to my doctor about that. Mm -hmm. But clearly, Jeff, you um, offer an alternative to that, and a fairly harmless and easy to access. Mm -hmm. It's free, of course. Yep. Uh, you bulk build to the point of zero. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what might be the other attractions to come to the wellness coach, maybe rather than going to your home doctor? Sure. Look, I would certainly um, not discourage anyone from going and talking to their GP. I think the GPs mm. are, are really valuable and it, there may be things that people are experiencing and putting down to mental health that may be, um, you know, there may be some physical um, element to that as well so it's always good to to make sure that you're having conversations with your GP um, they can also be really valuable in referring people through um, the mental health care plans to to psychologists we work outside the mental health care plans which is great so I am um, I'm a phone call away so people can call me um, or email me I'll be getting back with to them within 24 hours to set up a, an appointment to have a chat about you know what what is going on for them and how how we can work together to um, help you know relieve some of the stresses they're experiencing I think one of the the good things is there is no sort of duration or um, limit to how long um, I can support someone for some people may only need one or two sessions just to mm. realize that what they're doing is they're doing the best they can under the circumstances and mm. and just need some validation that to continue what you're doing because some of those stresses are tough 
and it's actually reasonable to expect to be stressed when you're under financial stress. Mm. But, you know, for other people it could be, you know, more regular check-ins, more regular sort of, um, you know, support. But it really depends on what individual, which individual needs. And it's really much about what that person wants, Michael. Mm. You know, like mm. it's not about me mm. setting the agenda. It's about, you know, what, what that individual, mm. what they would like to get out of coming to see me and, and how I can support them to do that. Bearing in mind that does include um, a case management component where mm. it is commonly referring outwards to other services that may be better placed to provide mm. more appropriate support. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it, I guess it's interesting uh, when you think about your GP. Um, I certainly used to enjoy going to my GP. Mm. Uh, we used to have great chats. We're very similar ages. We often used to compare our bellies or mm. abs or whatever we found uh, from time to time. Uh, sadly, though, about four years ago, he actually took his own life and um, absolutely blew me away. Uh, I could mm. not have seen it coming. I wasn't a family. I only saw him every mm. couple of months. But it was an absolute shock when I'd heard that that had happened. Um, and I guess that's the other thing, too, in terms of, you know, looking for the telltale signs. Sometimes they're not all bad. Um, mm. Sometimes it can be people who are very generously giving away their property. And you mm. think, well, what a wonderful thing that person mm. gave me, their golf clubs. But that, too, can sometimes be signs that people are getting their house in order and ready to check out. Absolutely. You're right. Yep. That, mm. that could be... It could be someone who is very generous and, and helping someone else out, or it could well be somebody preparing to make um, a more serious decision about ending their life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And Jeff, do you think with COVID, I mean, I'm trying not to talk about COVID. I was hoping I wouldn't have to mention it um, this year. What did we see statistically in terms of COVID? What impact did it have on people seeking, mm. you know, sure. professional well, assistance? Look, it, anxiety levels definitely increased across the population and there was a dramatic increase in people reaching out to mental health services. So they were um, very stretched to, to meet the demand. So um, the government did respond by increasing the number of sessions that someone could see under a mental health uh, plan from 10 to 20. That has been reduced back down to 10 again. It is unfortunately in the regions, um, there can be quite long wait lists to get in to see psychologists, social workers. And that is also a place where I can fit in to support people whilst if, if they mm. do need that additional support, I can you know, provide that support um, whilst we're waiting mm. to get somebody in. On an interim basis, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And mm. I think uh, I have heard somewhere about uh, psychologists are in demand. They, mm. they are in short supply. And as you say, particularly out in the regions, mm. and we're seeing people you know, doing locum trips around, uh, you know, not for the whole full time, but just in part in drips and spurts. Mm. So, yeah, there's obviously a huge demand mm. and a call for those um, services. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a, an ongoing need, obviously. Mm. And obviously we'd like to see more uh, psychologist graduates mm. uh, coming through uh, coming through the program. So, Jeff, what are some of the things that people have come to you presenting with mm. um, for your assistance? Sure. The majority of the clients that um, I'm seeing have come through our broader network and have been referred through maybe initial contact with one of the financial counsellors, whether it's the rural financial or the small business financial counsellors. So they are often experiencing financial stresses from loss of income through that COVID period 
and some of the issues that are still lingering from that. Staffing is a major issue, which is most people that I'm talking with are experiencing, unable to fill positions, unable to do the work that they would otherwise be able to do, um, and impacting their bottom line. Uh, there is just an overwhelming sense of uh, people working a lot of hours and then having to come home and do bookkeeping you know, at seven, eight o'clock. So it's impacting their relationships, unable to turn off from there. There's no real work-life balance. So, you know, it, it presents um, as impacting sort of a lot of domains of an individual's life, you know, the stresses that come mm. from from their work. And then it, it comes back down then to um, having those discussions about how we can set up some boundaries and, and sort of prioritise self-care to sort of at least provide some management for those stresses whilst we're working on resolving them with the financial counsellors. Mm. Well, thanks very much, Jeff. I think you've uh, covered a wide uh, array of uh, aspects of the whole mental wellness and unwellness, and I'm sure, hopefully, people will listen to this and think, mm. I might go and have a talk to this fellow mm. Jeff Wire from the uh, Rural Financial Counselling Service of North Queensland, and maybe he might be able to at least either help me with the concerns I've got or even just reassure me that actually I'm okay. I'm just mm. under a little bit of stress, but a little pass, and things will get back to normal. So thanks very much, Jeff. Really appreciated your time. Thank you, Michael. What a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for your time today, Jeff. The resources mentioned will be available on our website and also links on our social media pages. Townsville Chamber of Commerce would like to thank their corporate sponsors, James Cook University, 106.3 Star FM, External IT and NQAV for their continued support. Thank you for listening and remember to think, support, celebrate and go local. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to get all the latest Chambercast episodes.